Where are you, men of courage? From Sherwood Pictures and the Kendrick Brothers comes Courageous Legacy. I want to know what God expects of me. I don't feel like I started well. I want to finish well. Celebrating 10 years of impact on fathers and families. Now remastered in 4K, including a new ending and bonus scenes. I believe every father should step up and answer the call and say, I will. I will. Courageous Legacy. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. In theater September 24th. What are those priceless gifts that money can't buy? Well, I can tell you one of the first is the gift of time. Creating memories with your children. The next priceless gift is teaching your child the value of spending time with God. In the novel, A Few Minutes with God, written for children and teens, the story unfolds about a struggling family and the gift of hearing God and the outcome, which is a wonderful blessing from the Lord. Your children will want to pray and spend time listening to God after reading this book. Visit MediaAngels.com for more information. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwitz, is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed. Hey friends, welcome. Today we are going to talk about the promise of faith. The promise of faith is filled with hope in a secular world that has turned its back on God, we know that He has not forsaken or forgotten us, but He can use us to bring others back to Him. I want to take a moment and congratulate our sister network, and that is the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network that I started eight years ago. If you would, go over there and check out some of the things that we're doing and some of the other broadcasts. You may find some things that are really interesting to you, like podcasts we have on techie issues, as well as podcasts on health and wellness. That network is entirely free, just as this one is. And so please share this podcast with a friend, subscribe if you don't already, and give me a star rating on a podcast app. I thank you so much for listening. Well, today we're going to talk about the promise of faith that God promises us that he will not abandon us. Our free will allows for so many things, and many things are great, and others, well, not so great. As we live our lives, many of the promises or hopes that we have in the things of this world, such as material acquisitions or friendships, often let us down. People we love are gone, and those we love have hurt us. Not all the time, but on occasion. And so many times we're afraid to put our hope or trust in anything that even means our faith. A lot of times we don't even trust the Lord or think he's not there. Faith is purely a gift. It is freely given from the Almighty for no other reason than God is love. He is justice. He is peace. He is everlasting and steadfast in our life. He's there even when we don't feel him. He's always there. And as the scripture says, he holds us in the palm of his hand. 
We have a personal God, one who has directly been in contact with us, informing us in our mother's womb. We are the ones who turn our back, who run away, who decide that pleasure, even short-lived, is worth it in the end. I have a middle son who's very stubborn, and after I would punish him, I would say to him, was it worth it? Was it worth being disobedient and getting punished? And he would answer, yes. It was the foolishness of a child to answer yes, right? Soon he learned that disobedience comes with punishment, and the same is true for us, and we learn this later on in our faith journey. However, we have a hope that cannot be diminished or taken away from us, and that hope is in Christ. Christ died for us, for our sins, so that the gates of heaven would be opened for us, but he did this out of his free will. I once heard that the nails and the soldiers did not keep Christ on the cross. It was his will and his love for us that kept him there to endure excruciating suffering. He also came to get rid of sin and to fight the evil one. I'm going to ask you five questions and let's do this activity really quickly. Let's see where your hope is. Where is your faith? Number one, when you wake up in the morning, what are your thoughts? Number two, do you give glory to God for every good thing, or do you give the credit to yourself? Number three, do you lift up your life challenges to the Lord, or do you take them upon your own shoulders? Number four, do you suffer quietly, or do you complain loudly? Number five, Do you live your faith out in the open, only to live a lie in the quiet of your own home? Those questions are a little bit harsh, aren't they? But we need to be shaken up and think about this. This world is just way too complacent. And that's why all of the evils have gotten free reign, because we've become complacent and comfortable people in our own homes. If we think about these questions and answer them truthfully, and they are not God-centered, then we have work to do. Sure, faith is a gift and can't be earned. However, James 2.14.18 paints a different picture. The scripture says, What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says, Go in peace and keep warm and well-fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. So, many times we're taught that we don't need to do anything to show our faith. Well, this leads to confusion in that people think because they do good works that the Lord will bless them and they will be assured heaven. But it takes both, as the scripture says. Anything good we do comes from the Lord, which brings us back to number two in that list I gave you of questions. We should give glory to God in all things and not give the glory to ourselves. In reading Psalm 16, we can see this is a scripture that gives us hope. 
Psalm 16 says, Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, You are my Lord. Apart from you I have no good thing. I save the holy people who are in the land. They are the noble ones, in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have a delightful inheritance. I will praise the Lord who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Friends, ultimately, our hope is in the Lord, the creator of heaven and earth. Community is important, and having and surrounding ourselves with like-minded friends is so good. Putting ourselves in dangerous situations with friends who are living lives that are focused on themselves and putting our faith on hold is a recipe for disaster. It's easy to be virtuous, to live a life of compassion, gentleness, courtesy towards others, right? Well, it takes work. It's not easy. But again, we have free will. The greatest gift we have is our hope that Christ is always with us until the end of times. We don't have to do this on our own. Or listen to the latest nonsense that I've heard is, you just need to do you. That's just dumb. We need to do Christ and look at our faith as a gift that keeps on giving. Want to see a true believer? Well, how does that person act when no one is around? Again, start with yourself. How would you feel if you saw someone kick a puppy? They would be considered cruel. But someone who considers an unborn baby an inconvenience is considered within their rights. We live in a crazy world. Amazing how rights is only one-sided. We are finding out more and more that this is true as our rights are slowly eroded. What will we do? Well, we're going to look towards the Lord and say, What can I do, Lord? Here I am, Lord. I come to do your will. Ask the Lord before reacting negatively. Remember, anger is not from the Lord, and we should look at our fellow brothers or sisters, as misguided as they are, in sin. My husband calls it being a prisoner of war, that the war is between good and evil, and people who are misguided in extreme sin are prisoners of war. They're prisoners of the evil one. And pointing out sin to others is not your job, unless you need to talk lovingly to a spouse or a child under your care. Let God be the judge. We are not the God police. We are a soldier in the army of Christ with the hope of knowing that we know how the battle ends. It is won and God is victorious. God came as a child not only to die for our sins, but to conquer death, the gift from our first parents and the evil one. Our legacy is everlasting life. And for that, I have great hope as I hope you do as well. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I praise you in all things, and I thank you for the gift of faith and hope in what is unseen. 
Faith is demonstrated through good works. And I ask you, Lord, to bless the works I perform so that I don't take the glory but give it all to you. Dear Lord, I pray for the following intentions and needs. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Felice on our website, a few minutes with God.com, and your podcast page on a few minutes with God podcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.